0: being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card right this way it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpresscom slash with amex hey guys back at the playground again huh
1: yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh. My God. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah,
0: ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
1: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day limited time only jc penny make it count
0: if you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco i'm here to tell you about black buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers so if you're over 21 consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the black buffalo herd head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more warning This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. The Volume.
2: All right, we're here on Open Mic. I'm going to do kind of a long intro here, uh, so bear with me. My guest is going to have to, to take this, but... I want to go back to 2020, Pro Bowl votes come out, or the selections come out. I'm kind of looking at the list, and I see the name Brandon Graham, and I I, I think I might have jumped out of my seat. I was so excited because this dude has been a great player for a long time, one of the best dudes there is, and finally, he was going to the Pro Bowl. I uh, The next year, week two, he tears his Achilles, I think it's year 12 at that point. I'm like, oh, man, that's tough. Edge rusher, is he going to make it back? The dude just put down 11 sacks for (laughs) one of the greatest sacking defensive teams ever and is trying to get back to the Super Bowl. Brandon Graham, nobody can hold you down. Thank you for joining us.
3: Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. You know, it's been a great journey coming back from that Achilles. Uh, I tried to enjoy every day, even when I was down, uh, you know, just trying to make sure that uh, for this moment, waiting on this moment to to come where, you know, you, the comeback season, because uh, that I show seen the light, um, even because I knew that I, I still had a year with Philadelphia based off my guarantees. So I knew I had one year to do it. And so, uh, man, I'm just thankful. Uh, you know, definitely said my prayers and I'm, my prayers have been answered for sure.
2: I have a lot I want to get into about the Eagles, but before I even go there, since I mentioned the Pro Bowl, so they changed the Pro Bowl format. It's not a game anymore. There's like dodgeball, a long drive competition, water balloon throwing. How do you feel about the new Pro Bowl?
3: You know what? I like it, man. I like it. I like. It. I really do. Uh, but you're not gonna get as many people backing out as much, uh, as you as you was because it don't matter if you hurt or not. Uh, you know, you can still do some of that stuff. And um, I know for me, I will. I mean, I just, I, I'm glad that I haven't been able to go only because of well, I wouldn't been able to go to 2020 year, but COVID. But then, um, you know, we don't want to go because we want to be in that Super Bowl.
2: That's a great uh, jumping off point. So I got to ask you, you're coming back off the injury and, uh, you know, they, they made some moves in the offseason. They went and got A.J. Brown, among others. Um, there was a little bit of hype about the Eagles, but did you see this coming? A 13-1 start, the number one seed, a, a real Super Bowl possibility heading into the playoffs. Did you see this happening back in the
3: summer? You know what, training camp I did, I started to feel it a little more. Uh, I knew that we had some good stuff, but I had to know in pads because you look good at OTAs, everybody do. Everybody look fast, fresh, everybody happy to come back and show off their bodies, show that they've been doing work. Uh, but then when you get them pads, it is a little different. You know, it's and then it's the grind of every day. How do we practice? Do, am I going to have to get guys going? Um do they know how to practice? I, I mean you got to learn you got to learn from what you see the vets do. Uh some of the younger guys coming in, I feel like you know we just had a bunch of guys that just that just jailed well together this year. And, man, that's something that's always a great start for your team. And I knew that going back that we had that part. But uh, training camp was when I really was like, oh, man, we got something special. If we stay healthy, we're going to be all right. Because the year before, we didn't stay healthy, and we still made it to the playoffs. But, man, I'm telling you, if we stay healthy, we're going to be all right. And 13-1 and one start, boy, that was, man, still is. Still is a, a fun time. Uh time is flying because of how much fun we having right now
2: well you've been through quite a bit in your nfl career uh you know didn't start out well early i think you called yourself a bust at one point uh they asked you to play in the three four as a linebacker there was you know there were trade rumors possibilities of you being released then it started rolling. Then you made the biggest play in the history of the franchise, and we talked about the Pro Bowl. We talked about the Achilles. Um, how did you react this year when they told you, "Hey, we got a different role in mind for you," and by different we mean fewer plays? How, how did you How did you process that?
3: You know what? At first. I mean, like I always do. I just adjust and was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I'm, I mean, I'm down for whatever for the team. But when you actually had to live it a- in the beginning, it was tough because it's like moments where you know you can help the team, and it's like you're not out there and you got to sit back and you know take your take a take a um take a sit, step step back because of the uh, other guys that's in there that's really good it was sweating highs and you know whenever um you know they need me they will put me out there but it was tough in the beginning though. Uh, I had to keep talking to myself, keep telling myself, not, uh, don't worry. Everything going to happen the right way. To, uh, when you get in, just look at yourself as the knockout. You know, them them guys jabbing, jabbing, getting them ready. And then you come in with the knockout punch. And when I, once I start thinking like that, it started really happening like that. And so for me, man, that's when I stopped tripping. And I wasn't really like, you know you know how I go. You you have them feelings on the inside and you try to be the bigger person through them feelings. Uh, But it was tough. It was tough at first. Uh, But as the season kept going, I started getting used to it. Then I started making more plays. And I was just like, man, chill out. Like, you know, we got a really good team. Enjoy this. Uh, And then we started seeing that the sacks started going up. We could all get double digits. And we just started helping each other get there. And it turned into some more uh, because I had my attitude right, man. So I think it's just a credit to just me trying to, you know, talking about it with other guys and letting them know how I really felt. Uh, And then on top of that, making sure that I uh, channeled channeled that and uh, used it for my benefit on the field. And so whenever I was feeling like that, I just took it out on the person that I had to go against the next time.
2: Well, in the city that brought us Joe Frazier, Bernard Hopkins, so many great boxers, the knockouts are coming fast and furious. You guys have 70 sacks, the most in the NFL. The first team in history to have four guys at double digits. It's uh, sackwise. wise. Um, what's that intra, uh, you know, defensive line competition like? Do you guys have friendly, you know, competitions? How does that all work?
3: Oh, yeah. We started off like that in the beginning, uh, having a little f- – who's going to get the first sack? And me and Fletch got the first one, but Fletch wasn't in on the on the festivities. So, I ended up winning that one because we got to have a sack. Uh, when we first started uh, the Lions game, we were saying, whoever gets the first sack, you get this. And so, we. Um, I ended up getting that, and it was cool, you know. And we haven't made nothing crazy, uh, but, but when we started seeing that we was really good and was like, you know, we could really do some things – Uh, It was just all about helping each other, uh, running games together. Like you've seen it really at work, the Chicago game where Josh Sweat and um, um, Josh Sweat and Hargrave was running different games and got each other both two sacks apiece. And and, uh, we knew that um, what's the name needed 10 uh, to break his um, uh, what's the name double digits, uh, you know, sack. And uh they end up doing that for each other. So that was cool, man. That's what that just lets you know how together everybody is. Uh just trying to see each other win on top of, you know, yourself winning too by being selfless.
2: So you don't get like a car or something. It's just it's it's a smaller uh Oh yeah, it's just a small
3: a small little fun, fun <laughs> wager. You know how I it go. It's nothing that's gonna make or break anybody.
2: I'm always curious with you because, um, you know, one of my favorite seasons I've ever covered was that 2017 season where you you guys magically, uh, you know, survived the injury to Carson Wentz. I was at that game in L.A. and then, you know, I was at pretty much all your games uh, in the playoffs when you, you guys just took it up a notch with Nick Foles. So now we're at the Super Bowl and... You know, it looks like Tom Brady might be able to do it one more time. I see you coming free off the edge. My eyes kind of got big in the press box, like, could this happen? And then, bam, strip sack, confetti, victory party, all that. And so I remember saying, probably for the first of many times that night, you know, Brandon Graham will never buy a meal
3: in Philadelphia again. But have you bought a meal in Philadelphia again? You know what? I, I I have, but I still get people, even at the jobs that I, I mean, even at the places I go eat, uh, you good, man. And I always, you know, gotta pay for something. I always tip so whatever that money I was gonna pay, I tip tip that person or whatever. Uh, but you know, it's just it's been a great, it's been fun, man. That's the reason why I'm living here now because of the love, you know, the uh the fans have showed me over the years, even though it didn't start off like this. But uh, I tell the young guys, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, and you know you stay the course. You stay, you stay focused on what you know, what you believe. And I believe I was going to be uh, one of these. Uh, a good, I was, I believe that I was a, a great pick for the for the Eagles. Um, on top of you know all the stuff that I was going through, I still believe that I still had something that I had to prove uh, to make sure that. You no, know, I let them know that they ain't waste a pick on me. And so man, it was just the perseverance of just talking it out when I was going through going through things because it wasn't easy in the beginning and then just making sure I practice hard even today you know still carrying that chip on my shoulder letting them know that it don't matter like you know uh what 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 it is like you know or how I'm feeling I'm just trying to do everything I can for this team and I know y'all gonna need me uh so I gotta make sure I practice good just as much as I'm gonna need y'all so make sure that we motivate each other because uh man it's like everybody's at home right now, except the ones that then persevered through the hardship of the season, and now we're here in this moment. And there's no time to turn to turn down now. It's time to turn it up.
2: That sounds like win-win. By the way, you're in a restaurant. Some grateful Eagles fan is like, "Hey, man, we got you." And then you give the money that you were gonna pay to the waiter or waitress. Yeah, yep. so, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's, man, I, you, I like a...
3: gotta, that's what you got to do, man. You got to pay it forward. So sometimes even. When I'm in, like, a line, uh, you know, I get some stuff started. I pay for the person in the back and, uh, and tell them to pass it on, pass it forward. You know, just a little fun stuff, man, because it's, it's always – I'm always trying to serve and, you know, always trying to put a smile on somebody's face. Uh, and so little stuff like that definitely goes a long way. And I'm just doing it just to kind of see somebody, you know, smile because you never know what people are going through.
0: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. or download the app today.
1: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com slash iHeart. Well,
2: you did get an honor earlier this year that is incredible. You were the nominee um, by the Eagles for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. And you have done so much in the community for so long in Detroit and Philadelphia um And, you know, I, I think what you just said underscores what everyone knows about you, that you are trying to serve. Um, the Eagles kind of had a unique way of letting you know you were the nominee. Uh, how did that all play out? What was that experience like?
3: Man, it was just like a regular day. We was on our way to walk through before we go to practice, and uh, they they kept on, you know, Come on, come on, uh, you gotta, you gotta come, uh, you know, out here before you go to what's his name? It was just like a regular little day, and I'm over here giving them a hard time, like man, let's wait till afterwards. Let me do this. Let me, I got all this other stuff I'm trying to do real quick. And sure enough, I go out, and boy, they pull up on me with the sign saying "Nominee Man of the Year." I say, what? I couldn't believe it. It wasn't even on my radar, you know, because I, I thought I didn't know how it went as far as who get nominated. I just would see guys. Get nominated, and then i will be like, "Man, uh, congratulations, all that stuff." And I thought that I ain't do enough to even get nominated. I was like, "Boy, when you start reading some of these people and what they're doing in the offseason, I say, man, I need to step my game up." But I, I mean, I always go to a bunch of events, and I do a lot of stuff in the community already. But uh, uh, for the team to nominate me, man, is if anything, they they have made you know another. They made me check off another box. Uh, that I wasn't even didn't even have on my list of things that are uh, to accomplish in this league, and that, for that to be the most prestigious war, uh in this in this league, I'm just thankful to be a nominee, even if I don't win it. But I'm gonna give my best shot to try to win it.
2: Well, well there's a really cool video uh, on the Eagles' website, I think, or it's out there where they had a mock press conference, and in the press conference uh, that you walked in thinking it's a press conference, and there's all these people that you've helped and they shared their stories. I mean, that was just such a, must have been such a cool moment for you. It is. Like,
3: it just had me just like, keep it together, B, keep it together. (laughs) I mean, if anything, man, it just made me, like I say, want to serve some more because, Man, you just never know who you, in in moments, uh, you know, when you pass by people, sometimes, you you know, you're not feeling like, oh, man, I just want to go home. I want to do this. And it's like, man, I'm, I'm always thinking of that when I'm in that mode of, like, no, this is the time when you really need to get your time because right now it's something that's, Pushing you, pulling you back in, and maybe this is the reason why I'm here. here to, to you know serve this person. So I always try to catch myself when I'm in that mode. And I remember being in that mode for one of them. And then I was just like, you know what, forgetting. It. it turned out to be even like me helping him during a hard, hard time. And so that just you know just motivated me more, man, just to keep keep being me and and keep making those decisions when uh, I do feel like those moments. Uh, you know how you feel in the moments where you gotta make a decision. And I'm uh I'm gonna try to choose the right way uh, most of the time.
2: Well, you talked about um, you know, your start in the NFL. And I, I if I recall at Michigan, didn't you kind of have a slow start at Michigan too? Uh, mm-hmm. where you were you were over three hundred pounds at oh, nine- yeah.
1: Yeah. I came what, in. What, I
3: came in, man. Like what happened was, I played in the U.S. Army All American game, and then in in college in uh in Michigan, you can't go out of state to play. All they had a rule where you couldn't go out of state to play uh, all star games or anything, because uh, they wanted you to play the one that was in Michigan. Um, and so I, I planned on playing in Michigan. Too, but um, I ended up going anyway to the because uh, I was like, man, who get to go down to, um, the the All American Bowl? Man, I'm going. So they suspended me from all spring sports after that, so I couldn't run track, couldn't do a lot of stuff. And then on top of that, I looked at it like I had senioritis at the time too. So I was just enjoying my senior year. Uh, t- took care of business in school. Uh, that was always a, a one thing that my mom always stayed on me about. So when I was able to get a break, I took a break. But it cost me, it cost me, it was a 50-pound game break. <laughs> Best decision I ever did, though, because I would have never moved the defensive end and probably would have never stripped sack Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? So, But um, I definitely uh, know uh, at that time, man, like I had to adjust when I got to college. And once I got into that program of doing everything and my attitude of working hard every day, started paying off by the second year, man, and I ain't looked back since.
2: A lot of people don't know this, but Brandon was recruited as a slot receiver. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I hear you. So you move to defensive end, you crush it in in the Big Ten, and now it's draft day, and the Eagles go up and get you at 13 overall, and then you suffer through you know injuries the first couple of years that really you know hurt you, and then you came out and said after year two. I am a bust. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously that's not a fun thing to say. What was going through your mind at that point?
3: Uh just tired of hearing people calling me that. And so I just was like, you know what, let me kill that noise by just calling myself that. And then, you know, what else can they, what else can they do? Uh, how, how low, how much lower can it get? And so I just admitted to it. Like right now I am a bust. I ain't done nothing, but I know from there, I was like, yeah, they're going to eat them words, you know what I'm saying, and, and I'm going to make sure I flip it, and I just kept going. I had guys like Trent Cole, had uh, JP, you know, just always used to stay on me, saying like, man, you better make sure that you're coming come with it every day in practice because uh, every day that you get to fight back, that's going to be in practice, and so that's how I still carry that stuff to this day, man, like today. I knew that. You know, it was, a little, it was a little pressure from, man, we got to make sure we write, make sure we fix a lot of the issues that we had these last couple games, get back to the basics. And today I had that chip on my shoulder let Coach know I'm with him. Let him know that, you know, we we like I said, we got to turn up even more of what we do uh, than to turn down because a lot of people wish that they could uh, go back and do it over again because I'm sure they had a bunch of regret uh, as a team. And I don't want that for us. I want us to make sure that we just come with it every day. Uh, it's only one day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Worry about today. Take care of the day go hard because I feel good about what I put in. So when I look at the film tomorrow, I'm proud of it. And then I'm going to put some more good film out of what I do in the practice tomorrow. So yeah, man, I just trying to get them to just have that attitude of just, it don't matter what what other people talking about or what they doing. It's about what we doing and making sure that you straight, for when I need you in the moment and you stuff that we've been over, is like just um, second nature to you now, because We've done it so much, and you and you enjoy doing it because you know it's only going to help you when uh, that moment comes when you got to do it uh, in the game. So that's what I've been just trying to echo all week for the for the guys.
2: You're a Detroit guy. I feel like you saying I'm a bust is kind of like the scene at 8 Mile whatever that goes yeah. and raps and says all the things about himself.
3: Yeah, he choking. At- he choked. Yeah, you know, that's the, that's the hardest thing to do, man, is to accept some stuff that's real at that time, man. I think when I did that, everything took off for me. After that, man, uh, it was like, what else could I, What else could happen? So just go be you, and that's how I kind of took it, and that's what's that's what happened.
2: Nick Sirianni, your current coach, came in uh, after twenty twenty. Doug Peterson, a very popular coach who'd won a Super Bowl, was let go um, early on. Sirianni, like some of us on the outside, were worried because he had some rough press conferences where we were like, oh man. I don't know. Were you guys worried at all on the inside when he was doing, like, the rock, paper, scissors stuff?
3: No, I thought he just brought a unique, young way of trying to connect with the team. Uh, People took it how they took it. But I'm glad he, got, he he killed that narrative by by just winning, because winning solved it all. And they didn't care if he talked about them flowers or what what they had, the little the little flower mass and all that stuff. People was people was killing him. Uh, even he was killing himself, uh, you know, talking about it with the team. You know, we all was laughing because he was just like. Man, I couldn't breathe the first press conference, and I just was talking, and I, I just didn't know where I was going, certain stuff, and, man, I'm just happy that, um, you know, he's more comfortable in his role. I'm happy how, how everything played out for him in his second year. Uh, similar to Doug's season, like when Doug first came, it was like, you know, I don't think we made the playoffs the first year Doug came, but he ended up making the playoffs. We made a run, and I think that kind of eased everybody to say, okay, we can build off that. Jalen is the guy and not coming into this year how we did some great things by picking up some great picks uh, on top of us having that feeling of knowing we lost in the first round last year. Uh, but, you know, we, we we made that run, and when we put our mind to it, we could definitely get back, if not better. And um, I think that uh, that's the guys, the guys took that to heart with what happened last year, even myself being on the sideline, seeing that being down in Tampa and we lost that game when we could have easily won that game. Uh, not even easily, but just, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we gave, we could have gave ourselves an even better shot to win that game, but we uh, we learned from it, and now, man, I'm just happy to be in that position again other than, well, you know, we got the first-round Bible being in the postseason uh, to try to go win another championship.
2: When, when a coach says that, like when a coach gets clowned in the media that comes out and says to you guys, yeah, man, I just couldn't breathe, that's got to make you love him more, right?
3: Heck yeah, because I know that feeling, man. When I first uh got on radio, I didn't realize like how fast paced and how live everything was because I'm so used to pre-recording so I can kind of start over again. Oh no, all right, cut that, y'all. Let, let's start over, let's do this over again. But when you on that radio, boy, I got to talking and I couldn't breathe and It was just like, whoo, because I was so nervous. And, man, I know exactly if I was to be a head coach, it would be the same thing of a team. It's like, what the heck did I just do? (laughs) Where am I going with this? Like, Because I know for hell, man, uh, it was a great accomplishment to finally be a head coach coming from uh, being a position coach and for somebody to trust you uh, to, to run their team based off their interviews. It's uh, I mean, you know, it's I know it was a great feeling for him. So to have that that feeling, um, you know, a nervousness, uh, it definitely connected us even more. Cause we all have cause I still have that nervousness when we first go out and you're trying to see how they come in a day. And it's like, okay, as soon as that, as soon as you get your first hit, okay, babe, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And that was his first hit, first press conference. Woo, finally got it out the way, and it's, it got better after that.
2: <laughs> I
3: love it. Well, you have come so
2: far because you just did an incredible podcast right now. No do-overs, perfect answers, and uh, it's always great to talk to you, man. I'm really excited to watch you uh, on this journey, and man. I think maybe I'll see you in the NFC Championship game again. Uh, Let's go, at, at baby.
3: Let's go. We just got one game at a time, man. Enjoy this week off. Um, no pressure, just, just make it about us and, you know, just bring your best when it, when it comes to whoever we play, just make sure we carry out the game plan and that's it. That's all you can really ask for.
2: All right. Well, I've been covering that Brock Purdy story. You, I know you're trying to end that, but, uh, it'll be fun to watch.
3: And they're a really good team. You know, we are too, you know, so it's just about like when, when it comes down to how small the margin is of error, you gotta make sure that we, we, we come out on the positive side uh, of that, you know, and and take the ball away and and, and, uh, make sure that we don't give it away.
2: Awesome. Well, I think I'll be seeing you in a couple weeks. I appreciate you. And uh, thanks for spending the time.
3: Oh yeah. Thank y'all.
1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh?
1: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. (laughs) I love that. A redwood forest would
0: be cool. I Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, ten girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
0: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools.